Current time is now 7.29 p.m. here in Seoul, South Korea. It's time for Back to the Culture with Kim Young-dae joining us live on Zoom. Young-dae, hello to you. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm calling from Gyeonggi province. <laughs> <laughs> near near the North Korea. Near North Korea. <laughs> near North Korea is yeah. you know you know what's actually closer to North Korea than Seoul. Than to the the capital, Seoul. Yeah. yeah. Uh it, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you're technically because Kyungido province is huge, right? And uh, I mean right. I'm I, northwest. I live in Kyungido province too, but I'm uh, I'm south southwest what well, south, south I think just okay. south yeah something like south I think what it is you, you know, know I used to live in Seattle northwest right uh, now I'm uh, <laughs> you know live in uh, north, another northwest city. You know, you know, what's funny is, uh, you know, you're live on Zoom. And uh, personally, for me, I, I always prefer you coming us coming into the studio. But our listeners actually prefer when you're live on Zoom. Do you know why? Because I'm not wearing mask. Yeah, exactly. They said, I forget who it was. They said, my goodness, Young Day looks very handsome without a mask on. And we could see oh. his face. <laughs> and so, Thank you. Points uh, taken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Today is going to be a very fun topic. I'm going to have a blast with this one. Uh, soon it's going to be 15 years since the debut of uh, one of the best and one of the greatest uh, girl groups out there, Sonyashide, a.k.a. Girls' Generation. Uh, this is 15 years. I can't believe this. Question is, can you believe that? <laughs> no, that, no, I can't believe it's been... Uh, no, I, I couldn't much. believe it when we you know, talked about... Uh, you know, 10th anniversary Psy. of Gangnam Style. Yeah. Yeah, but 15 years. Yeah, and so, I mean, uh, I mean, they've... It's not like they were the first girl groups, but... Absolutely they, not. They really revolutionized, uh, you know, girl groups. I, I guess this is a tough question to ask you as, uh, you know, someone who's a music critic. Uh, do you have, like, girl groups that you remember? Uh, like, the first girl group that really uh, came into your eyes and said, my goodness, I am a big fan of this group. Do you remember? Well, the first girl group, <laughs> in my memory, you know, I'm not saying I was a fan of them, uh-huh. but first group, in my memory, and uh, I have a couple of LPs of them uh, in my daddy's collection, uh, it was Her Sisters. Oh. That, yeah. You're going really far back now. Yeah, yeah. From uh, from 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, we had, well, South, South Korean pop industry had a kind of first golden age of girl groups, mm-hmm. which kind of mirrored uh, the heyday of American girl group uh, back in the 70s, like right. Supremes, uh, Marblets, and, uh, it, it, you know, a lot of girl groups were um, super popular, and it, it was a kind of culture. It was kind of subculture at the time. So, you know, South Korean pop music, um, obviously, you know, kind of accepted uh, that kind of um, new trend. And uh, whether it's uh, hairstyle, you know, music, choreography, it was kind of Koreanized version of American doll group. Uh, one of them, one of the most popular groups at the time uh, was Per Sisters. It was um, produced and powered by legendary producer Shin Jung-hyun. Because Shin Jung-hyun wrote all the, you know, lyrics, music, you know, he kind of, he was a kind of musical mastermind right. of this legendary Gogo sister. So that was, they were the kind of first girl group in my memory. But, um, you know, as, as a youth, you know, as, as a youngster, the, probably one of the oldest girl group that I 
consciously listened to was Setore. Man, I, I don't know any of these. Probably, cool. probably our producer would remember that. Uh, it was, to put it simply, it was kind of Korean version of Japanese gold group, um, Sonyode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was, yeah. Forget uh, about him. <laughs> our, our, producer Forget says, about it. our producer says, I don't know. Uh, I, he says, so- Oh my God, I, I feel like I'm older than <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't think you're older than him, but uh, he said he says he knows uh, Sonia Day. Is there a group called Sonia Day? No, Japanese gold group. Oh. Sonia Day was Japanese gold group. Oh, okay, so it okay. was kind of, you know, kind of one of those attempts that you know emulate the style, you know, music, you know, whole image. Um, so the, the result was uh, Hetore, mm. uh, Korean. Uh, kind of more young, more hip, more kind of cute type of girl group. Uh, then, yeah, so the answer, to, to answer your question, I think the first girl group that I, you know, kind of like, you know, love, was SES. Oh, man, you were team SES. Oh, man. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm not saying that. Right. You know, then I kind of, you know, started to... Uh, enjoy more kind of Finkel's music mm-hmm. and music video. So I, I like them both, actually. I, I, you mentioned SES and then you mentioned Finkel. I noticed you didn't say one group uh, because they're always they're always the third string. I can't believe this because now we're going to go into like the first real generation of K-pop girl group. But that yes. terminology, girl group, like was that something that started at that time around? Like, was this a new terminology? You know... Can you believe that actually the K-pop, the history of K-pop, Korean pop music, modern pop music, actually was started with the birth of Gurgu? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, Kim Sisters. Oh, okay. So now we're going back again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then Kim Sisters and Korean Kittens, they were super popular, especially in the States. And uh, they were um, so active, so active in different ways. They were a part of Bob Hope's uh, Christmas special, you know, played uh, playing at the at the military camps like uh, in in Vietnam and you know Thai and a lot of different countries for the USO uh, camps. So that was those times. Then, uh, but after the 80s and 90s, we started to have more of a kind of modern girl group, right? You know, that kind of actively modulated. Uh, you know, mo- you know, the war model on uh, the American and British girl group like Spice Balls, um, well, TLC, right? Kind of more hip, more hip hop, more urban, kind of more playful type of girl group. <laughs> then uh, we had uh, Speed, Japanese girl group uh, like Speed and other uh, girl groups. So it was kind of kind of mixture. It was kind of subtle mixture of American kind of hip hop, R and B, urban type, and Japanese more cute more uh, girl next door type of girl group. You know, when we talk about girl groups, I honestly thought that we were going to start off talking about SES and stuff. And then you talk about <laughs> Kim Kim Sisters, Pearl Sister. And then our producer goes, he was a fan of uh, Bo- Bonnie Girls? What was it? Bo- yeah, Bonnie Girls. Bonnie, Bonnie Girls. Girls. When he was seven years old, he said. <laughs> he was yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie Girls, Girls, a.k.a. Toki Sonia. Toki Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so it's... It was called Bonnie, but it was Toki Sonia. It was what? So they yeah, mis- Bonnie. 
So they misspelled Bunny uh, was what it was. Uh, yeah, let- Bunny Girls was the original name. Okay. Uh, but at some point of our, our history, the government actually forced to uh, force them to use a Korean name ah. instead of an original English name. So ah. uh, they had to use the term for, for some time. Okay. Sonia instead of Bonnie Girls. That is cool. Well, you know, we're going to go into what I'm familiar with. And uh, you're right. I mean, th- there was the three <laughs> groups here. SES, obviously, uh, if you knew who SES was, I mean, they had that very uh, popular song, I'm Your Girl. Uh, was... Oh, oh my God. That was instant classic. I, I, this, I mean, come on. I, this was such a great song. And I remember this is when guys started really going crazy, waving the balloons. Uh, and things like that. So it goes back. You were either an SES fan, you were either a Finkel fan, or you were either a Baby Vox fan. Then you had SES, which I thought was, um, how would you describe? Like, because three, all three groups were very different, right? Yeah. And so well, SES was more of a kind of Western R&B urban type of, like, kind of sophisticated, um, um, kind of polished yeah, type of. Yeah. You know, young, hip, at the same time, very, I don't know, I would say it's a more of a kind of city girl vibe, you know? Yeah. But not not really overtly urban. Right. You and know what I mean? It's a kind yeah, of yeah. in-between type of image. Absolutely. Then, uh, yeah, then Pinko. You know, Pinko was more of a, you know, your girl type of movie, right? You know, girl next door, they... You know, just, they simply say, I'm your girl, right? Well, SCS would say, you would say the same thing, but Pinko uh, would say, to my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> which was you, which was you, me, right? Yeah, exactly. so it really sounded like they were singing for you. And then I believe there was right. a song called uh, To My Prince, I think was the other song that yeah. they had. Uh, yeah. This is De Namja Chinguege, or To My Boyfriend. And then you had the third. I hate to say this, uh, the third group, <laughs> which is my all-time favorite group of all time, Baby Vox, who is more kind of the, the sexier look. Edgy, sexy, yeah, yeah. much more urban, um, definitely hip-hop, and, uh, you know, beat-oriented, um, more, I don't know, more aggressive look, with a lot of blacks, you know, black, um, tire, yeah. you know, bling-bling type. So I have a question. Um, what made you uh, a big fan, huge supporter of third girl group Baby Box instead of SES or Pinko? Well, I mean, if you hear my reasoning, you're going to be like, this This guy is crazy because uh, the weird thing is I actually did not have any interest in Baby Vox whatsoever. <laughs> uh, and then just randomly, I had a dream uh Baby Vox's Kamiyeon came out in my dream, and for some reason, after that day, I just fell in love. And so I said, I have to be a Baby Vox fan now. Uh, that's how I became a Baby Vox fan. It's weird, but. Wow. Yeah, but I, I, I just thought, I, I don't know, it was their performance, their dancing. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. Uh, Killer, when Killer came out, I know we played uh, Get Up, but when Killer came was out. Was it Killer? Yeah, Killer song, when I saw it, I was like, wow, what is this song? And then their fourth album with. Uh, they had uh, Why was the title track, yeah. and then Peshin was my favorite song. Mm. It, it was, I don't I don't the music was very, very different uh, from some of the other uh, Finkel and uh, SES. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I really liked it. But Young Guy, I want to talk about this weird era where uh, it, it's like 1.5 generation girl group. Uh, okay. Names like Papaya, Tuya, 
milk. <laughs> I remember milk. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, almost like forgotten. I don't know history of Korean girl group. Yeah, because SES, the thing called Baby Box, they were so huge. I mean, they were an enormous. The you know popularity wise, you know the musical impact. Uh, then uh, there are a lot of like followers. I would say followers who trying to um, kind of recreate um, or sometimes just just well simply copy yeah um, the the styles of uh, other successful girl groups. I- I'm not saying Papaya or Milk were, were not well talented or not popular group, but they were definitely not uh, kind of as big as their predecessors right? yeah absolutely but you know what really started the second generation of these girl groups was like back in 2007 to 2014 and my you know before we get into sonia shide wonder girls was my favorite second generation group and this song, okay tell me i think i mean th- is this like the, when it first went viral people started really dancing copying the dances uh, yeah. to these idol groups right i mean this dance is iconic yeah yeah, the musically was kind of back. It, it sampled 80s um, Two of Hearts, uh, the famous 80s dance pop tune. So musically, it was definitely not the kind of, you know, most trendiest thing. Uh, but, but interestingly, the, the whole kind of combination of it. Right. Uh, intoxicating beats, dance moves, you know, t- cute characters. It's, it was all about personality. You know, in terms of the, uh, you know, the technicality of dance, you know, um, and other more kind of perfectly time choreography thing, I, I think SNSD, you know, Girls' Generation was more elaborate at the time. And a, a lot of, a lot of well, critics will say the same thing. But you cannot deny the fact that Wonder Girls at the time would tell me um, and other songs, especially Tell Me, was more charming, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> more people, you know, right. it was more accessible, uh, more, I don't know, it's more appealing to a lot of different people um, without, you know, thinking too much. You know, it was just super cool, super uh, friendly uh, girl group. Yeah, it and was. And then, of course, around this time is when we finally see the debut of Girls' Generation, Sonyashide. Right. Uh, this is Tashi Sege Into the New World. And then, I mean, come on now. They, they really made a huge splash into the K-pop scene. Granted, I mean, they, you know, they were backed by a really renowned uh, entertainment company. But to me, it, I mean, we've never seen anything like this. You know, um... Girls' Generation, the member of Girls' Generation, uh, main producer Yusuman, uh, composer Kenzie, they never, they have never, I'm pretty sure they never dreamt, you know, they never thought that this song would be a kind of semi-protest song right now that everyone's using for their own reason. You know, because at the time it was, well, it was a different song, but um, it was, different compared to other girl group songs, but it was not kind of revolutionary song, you know, in terms of arrangement or lyrics, right. but it was very different. You know, that, that's for, for sure. It was, you know, it, it was not really about 
you know, me appealing, me as a girl appealing, you know, to to boys or you know, saying, please don't go or you know, please take care of me or type of thing. It was it was about unity. About it was about coalition. Right. Yeah, friendship. So it was more like a kind of really healthy, you know, beautiful novel, youth novel. Right. Rather than a kind of bubblegum pop. Girl groups, typical girl group song. I, I mean, again, it was one of those uh, eras where, um, you know, as a Baby Vox fan, uh, I wanted to f- <laughs> give a full support to Baby Vox, and then you know, Wonder Girls came up, and then I want to give uh, full support to Wonder Girls. But uh, I have to admit, Girls Generation songs. I mean, they were so. Uh, it was very catchy. One of my favorite songs of right. all time is Swanner uh, Mareba. Great song. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I knew this was going to happen, but uh, you know, we're, we're, we don't have enough time to cover oh. all of it. But Youngde, uh, we can to be do, continued. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a two. This has definitely got to be a two part, a two parter, because also, also because next week is officially the uh, the 15 years since the debut of Sonia Shida. Right. Uh, but Youngde, fun talk here. Uh, we're going to continue this next week. Thank you very much for joining us live on Zoom. Stay safe, uh, stay, get well, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. See you next week. You can listen to Korea Now with me, SJ Lee, by downloading the Arirang Radio application or tune in online by visiting www.arirangradio.com. So make sure you tune in Mondays through Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Korea time.